Welcome to AI Arthritis Voices 360, the podcast solving today's most pressing issues in the AI arthritis community. We invite you all to the table, where together we face the daily challenges of autoimmune and autoinflammatory arthritis. Every Sunday, join our fellow patient co-hosts as they lead discussions in the patient community, as well as consult with stakeholders worldwide to solve the problems that matter most. Whether you are a loved one, a professional working in the field, or a person diagnosed with an AI arthritis disease, this podcast is for you. So pull up a chair and take a seat at the table. Hello and welcome to AI Arthritis Voices 360. This is the official talk show for the International Foundation for Autoimmune and Autoinflammatory Arthritis, or AI Arthritis for short. My name is Tiffany and I will be your host today. And what is our topic? Well, I am here to invite you to an experience of a lifetime. (laughs) Wow, that sounds amazing, doesn't it? Well, Let's get into what this experience is and who exactly am I referring to is invited. Well, we're going to start off with people who are diagnosed with an autoimmune or an autoinflammatory disease that has arthritis as a major clinical component, or as we like to call that, AI arthritis. And there are only a couple dozen of the diseases that are auto plus arthritis. There is over 100 autoimmune diseases and autoinflammatory diseases, but when you add that arthritic component, it's, it just drives down and narrowing that focus. But it also puts us in this group where our voices can be louder. So those are the people. You're all invited. And I'll be there too, as I live with a arthritis disease. My primary diagnosis, non-radiographic axial spondyloarthritis. And there are some others sprinkled in there on my charts. And all the other people that help run the organization, also people living with the diseases. And they're going to be there too to greet you. So let me tell you about this experience that you're all invited to. You're all going to come over to my place. And money is no object. And flaring is no object. You're all going to arrive. It doesn't matter. Geography isn't an issue. So you all get to come. And that's 450 million people from around the world. Man, I better have a big place. (laughs) So you're all invited to come to this experience. And you all need to be there. Because once we get to this gathering, We're going to be able to talk about everything about our disease journey that matters to us. Research, disease management, awareness, advocacy, so healthcare laws and things that are affecting our ability to utilize the treatments we feel are best for us, whether that's pharmaceutical or non-pharmaceutical. There's all of these issues happening and every one of them that's important to you, we get to talk about together. And the cool part, too, is since I and others from the organization are hosting this party and helping facilitate these conversations, it's peer-to-peer. So you can feel comfortable and knowing that the conversations we have, we're going to understand. We're going to all be speaking on the same levels because, hey, we are in the trenches with you every day. (laughs) Plus, you know, we know the accommodations to have. So some of you may arrive and 
your disease is fairly controlled. You might go and win one exercise. So we'll have some exercise areas for people, some walking paths. You might be flaring. We have heating pads for you. (laughs) Plenty of sofas. And we also understand as people living with these diseases that you're going to have times that are best for you to participate. So everything will be flexible. When you can participate, when you get up, when you go to sleep, when you have a voice, when you're going to learn and participate in webinars or what have you, all of the learning experiences that we're going to have and share, all flexible, all up to you. And hey, it's invite only to people living with these diseases. So you also can be assured that the conversations we have are for our eyes and ears only. You don't have to worry about on social media where you might have some looky-loos coming in who are trying to get some free information on patient experiences. So it's going to be a really great experience with people who understand. All of us together, 450 million of us <laughs> together. And, and well, how are you going to get there? Are you going to, well, and let's just assume <laughs> for argument's sake that there is no COVID-19. I mean, if we're if we're pulling out all the stops and there's no funding barriers here, then we got to say that too. There's no, there's no COVID barriers. So how would you get here? Would you get here? Plane, train, automobile, motorcycle, bicycle, walk? I mean, you might be right down the street from me. Who knows? Would you take the direct path? Would you, are you a scenic route kind of person? Maybe you'll make a few stops on the way bring some other patients along, doing some carpooling. The point is, you'll all come in a different way. Even if you're in the same city as I am, the path you take to get here is just going to be a little bit different. And then we'll all arrive and we'll talk about, how'd you get here? How'd you get here? What happened? And we'll share stories and there'll be some really dramatic things, right? That that people, you can't believe what happened to me or what this person said or what this person did or I, this happened to me, you won't believe it. So all of those, we'll share all of those as well. And we'll find out that some of us had some pretty similar experiences on the way and some unique. So as our experience begins and we really start getting into these topics, these things that that matter so much to us, to the experience of our lives, our challenges maybe that came along with diagnosis and, and the results now, I mean, did you have a delay and now there's issues with you having the opportunity to achieve remission? I mean, is this a lifelong situation? is your disease somewhat under control and you have other issues that you're concerned about. Continuing access to your treatments, for example. Maybe it's all about the awareness and the education and you're just so frustrated with the world not understanding what our diseases are, especially because they're invisible. We talk about that for a long time. The point is, we're all there. And with our organization, that covers all of these topics and we're always working and going to conferences and sitting in meetings and going to coalitions and talking to other stakeholders in addition to all of you, we'll hopefully be able to throw a really big educational component in there for everybody as well while there. Because we know that while we have shared concerns, in reality, we all also have unique journeys in life. But at the end of these types of conversations that we're having, we'd hope that the 
takeaway would be the knowledge that's gained and hopefully you'd feel empowered. Learning just from what other people are saying is powerful in itself, but also being able to learn from what we're able to bring at the table from the experiences of the organization that we've been able to have. But you'd leave feeling energized and hopeful. And that would really be what would be the best outcome. But wait, that's not all. The party's not over yet, everyone, because now we're inviting a whole other group. Actually, many groups of people are coming now. We're going to invite other nonprofits. We've got doctors. We have researchers. We have nurses. We have other health agencies coming along, lawmakers, pharmaceutical company representatives, non-pharmaceutical company representatives. I mean, anybody who is related to our disease journey, any stakeholder group that is involved in decision-making that relates to the management of our diseases, they will be at that party. But don't, don't, don't worry. They're not coming to be there as an authority. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. They are coming to be there as equals, equal parts of all those conversations right alongside us. And why is that exactly? Well, there's really no way to solve a problem if it's one-sided. <laughs> right? I mean, we as people living with these diseases, we can talk amongst each other all day, all night long and put a huge board up and mark down every bullet point there is and the things that we wish would change or we hope we'll see differences in as we move forward. And we could do some. We could do something about that. We could use our voice and we could aim for change and make something happen. Absolutely possible. But would those solutions be what all other people who are part of our healthcare experience, is it conducive to what their wishes are as well? Because if it's not, then we're really only going to get so far. So in true problem solving, all parties, all people who are relevant must be at the table. Absolutely has to happen. And you have to hear all of the sides. And some you may not like, but that's okay because only when you hear from all of the sides can you come to a conclusion, an outcome, an endpoint where people have come to some sort of mutual agreement. And then you can move forward, and that's true success and true impact. So, the other good thing about this experience is some of you may think, well, you know, that sounds great, but. I'm not really big at wanting to be at the table with all of these people. That's a little bit intimidating. That's okay, too, because the people who lead our organization, including myself, have professional backgrounds in business, education, research, and we're okay with representing your thoughts and opinions, but only if you first share them with us. We aren't going to summarize what we think. We want to actually hear what you have to say and do real analysis on that and then bring it to the table. But hey, if you say, man, I'd love to be at that table too, you can, because at our organization, we also welcome all people. We always say, like with our volunteers, whether you're the newest volunteer or the CEO, which happens to be me, as much as you want to participate and be at the table, we will let that happen. So let's picture it. Let's imagine there's a huge table right in the middle of the room and we've got the issue on the table and we're going to talk about it and you have the opportunity as well. 
whether it is to directly talk to the other stakeholders or to give your opinions and perspectives before we get to that table. But either way, your voice is going to be counted because we like to say we don't represent patient voices. We are patient voices. So in addition to talking and then learning and then connecting, because now you're connecting not only with your fellow peers from around the world, but you're connecting with other stakeholders too. Maybe, maybe you've never talked to a rheumatologist or a nurse on the same level outside of being an advisor. And I mean, they, they can be advisors too. Of course, they can answer questions. But they also would be on the very same equal status as every other expert, including ourselves, that's there. You can really learn a lot about each other when you, when you shift that dynamic. And you might say, okay, well, this has been a great theory. <laughs> this is, thanks for the invite, Tiff. <laughs> <laughs> so I've invited all of these, these patients. I'm inviting all of the other stakeholders. And, and okay, so I can't really fit you all into my house. You can't really travel right now because of COVID and many, and many other reasons. But I can assure you this experience is absolutely 100% possible. It is possible to unite voices of the people living with these diseases from all over the world, regardless of geography, physical limitations, or prior advocacy experience to be counted and have a voice. It is possible for you to sit at a virtual equal table next to other stakeholders and make sure that you're part of the solution that will impact your life and the lives of millions around the world. It is possible to learn, to have access to all of the things that we at our organization learn, the conferences we attend, the meetings, the coalitions. We're an open book. We're there to share it all with you so you can learn and improve your own journeys. And you can connect with other nonprofits and researchers and doctors and nurses. You can. And it's called AI Arthritis Voices. And it is now open and ready for you to join. Now, if you've been a listener of this show for some time, you've probably heard me reference AI Arthritis Voices. And you also, regardless of how long you've listened to the show, may say, well, hmm, that's interesting because the talk show is called AI Arthritis Voices 360. Hmm. Yep, that's not a coincidence. <laughs> so what happened was in our organization, our mission has always been for us, as when we started as leaders, so let me preface this, as leaders of the organization that was founded in 2011, prior to that, we were those patient advocates that were invited to be on the advisory panels and fly in to speak with legislators and service research liaisons. And, and we still are. We don't typically call ourselves patient advocates so much now as much as representatives of a organization. But the idea is the same. <laughs> We're still those voices. And so we decided when we realized the need to narrow the focus to just a couple dozen diseases to increase the impact and focus on that auto plus arthritis equation, hey, we've got the experience, not only as the advocates, but as the professionals, my background is in business development. I was a vice president of an architectural firm before I was diagnosed. I was a college educator. 
So myself and others that are leaders in the organization, we thought we need to have an organization, a nonprofit, not only focusing just on this cluster of diseases, but whose mission is to help others like ourselves who are living with arthritis diseases have a voice. This is the important part. (laughs) As equals alongside other stakeholders. So together we can solve problems that impact education, advocacy, and research. And since our inception, we have had a real tough time showing people how we do that. (laughs) I think the number one question we get is, now what do you guys do? Well, we heard that. We heard people asking us that. So we decided, so this is 2020, we decided around 2018, restructuring our strategic plan and said, if people don't know what we're doing, we have to make sure not only do they know, but that also means that not enough voices are being brought to the table. Because if you don't know, then your voices are being counted. So we took a step back and we went under some serious reconstruction. And the goal was to create several different platforms where we could have these experiences that all people could share their perspectives, their opinions, their stories with other patients, regardless of where they live or if they need flexibility because they have disease limitations, they can't travel. We wanted to create these experiences for all people so that we really could walk the walk and talk the talk. (laughs) So based on an award-winning project that we did in 2015 called A Community Team, we were one of three winners, the only one in immunology in this Innovation and Research Award, to pilot test an online site that would do just what I said, that would help all voices, regardless of of where they lived and somewhere that was flexible, somewhere where patients could be led by their peers. So I and and other volunteers, we learned how to become focus group moderators and we started conducting even research. So there was different levels of communication that we could do. And you know what was so cool about it? We could really delve deep into the conversation and extract what a non-patient would have difficulty doing. So as a result of that project, and you can learn more about that on our website, but we were going to move into Act Two. (laughs) We were going to build on this project, which was really based on involving more patients in research, whether that's pharmaceutical or non-pharmaceutical. That was the original scope of the Act project, uniting patients with researchers and other nonprofit organizations so that we could increase research, understanding we're all unique. And in this disease group, there's a strong need for individualized therapeutics, and it's too hard to design drugs or even non-pharmacologic solutions when you're only measuring and counting a small group of people. <laughs> so that that's where that came from. So as we started moving into Act 2, we had to develop this online site because it was just a pilot thing before. We were just testing some some methods really of how to make how to make this work, how to have a flexible participatory conversational experience. And then we realized why would we spend our grant money to create an online site just for one project? Why don't we take a year 
It ended up being a year and a half, but <laughs> we take a year and a half and build it out. So not only does it house our Act 2 project, but it could house every project we do, every conversation we have, every learning experience we could share. It could connect patients to other nonprofits, to researchers, to nurses, to doctors as equals. And that's what we did. So AI Arthritis Voices was the original concept that has been a year and a half in the making. It's not, it's no bells and whistles. Let me, let me, I don't want you to say you're going to, you go in here and it's going to be like, you know, like a beam of light shines on you. It's not a, it's nothing special as far as the design, but it's what you can do inside of it. That's really special. It's not a support group. It's not a forum. There is no other collaborative experience that we are aware of like this. And we built it purposefully to be working in conjunction with this talk show. So in wrapping this up and the whole experience and inviting you to be able to be part of all of this, to be part of what we do, see what we do, understand how we together can improve our own lives, your lives, the lives of millions around the world, you're halfway there because you're listening to the show. <laughs> so the way that this is framed out, our organization has six very specific steps. The first is that we are in the trenches. We live with these diseases. So we already sort of know what the biggest problems are. And we've realized long ago that when patients get together and talk, we are very likely to come up with the missing gaps, the missing ideas that are not yet being incorporated into current policies, into current healthcare structures, into current protocols. Because while we may have been an advisor, and maybe not, we didn't have the authoritative equal voice to make sure that the outcome was something advantageous to us equally as to the other stakeholders that put it into play. So that very first step is talking to each other. So when you came to the experience, that's all of us. We're talking, we're, we're communicating, we're just sharing our experiences. We're not talking so that our organization can, can look in and start to learn what's important to all of you. We already know. <laughs> We are you. So, but we all, we listen to the other experiences, the other perspectives of those same issues. So we're already starting in this kind of a level up, but that's our level one. And then level two, after we say, you know what, this is the issue. This is something big that we need to talk about more. So picture yourself at this experience that, that I've invited you to. We've identified something that has to be addressed. We put it on that table. And at this time, that table is typically going to be a lot of us, a lot of patients. So that represents these shows. So what happens is in AI Arthritis Voices, we're talking about issues. Then when we decide this one's going public, we're going to start tackling this, we bring it to this show. That's when it goes public. See, we're public. <laughs> so private on the site, public. And we throw this on the table and we invite all stakeholders, all patients, everyone to start thinking about how would I solve this problem? And then we invite all of you, people living with the diseases, back to AI Arthritis Voices to continue the conversation. So until now, we have tried to do this sort of on Facebook or you could email us. 
Oh no. Well, you could still do that. But now you can all you have it's free. All you have to do is join the site and you can continue the conversation because the co-host will be in there. All of our co-hosts are from around the world. They're all people living with the diseases. So if they led one of these conversations, they'll be in there. So that is step three. It's so you could see how this parallels. Then step four is analyzing it. And then we, our organization, will also be talking to other stakeholders in the meanwhile. And we could invite some of those stakeholders to AR Arthritis Voices to talk to all of you as well. So that's also an opportunity. Then we go to step five. We are ready to put that topic right back on the table and have a bigger discussion. That happens on this talk show. So we invite more stakeholders and it's public again. And it's public so that we can reach the people who aren't in the online community and they can start thinking about problems. So if there are stakeholders that, you know, maybe they're doctors, nurses, researchers, other nonprofits, they can message us and say, hey, we, we, we want to be part of the solution. And then what happens is once we come up with a resource or a solution to put into motion, that is step six. If we haven't yet figured it out, it circles back to step three and we go right back to AI Arthritis Voices online site. Definitely there was a method to our madness. We just had to get what we do on platforms that were understandable <laughs> and where more people could utilize their voices. So in addition to those, both AI Arthritis Voices Online and this talk show, AI Arthritis Voices 360, intended to incorporate tours. And pre-COVID, that meant that myself and other co-hosts from around the world could have in-person learning sessions, talks, invite patients to come and communicate, maybe have other stakeholders come and communicate. Again, not as a question answer to the other stakeholders, but to have conversations together as equals. But we can still do that. We'll just have tours on Zoom. <laughs> we also started our new YouTube channel. So you'll be able to see us and communicate with us that way as well. But you'll learn all about the opportunities to connect inside of Air Arthritis Voices because there's a calendar and different things you can sign up for. So that is exciting. So what is next? How do we get involved? Well, you do have to be a person who is either diagnosed with an AI arthritis disease, a parent or guardian of a juvenile, and you could participate with your child, or someone who suspects that they have an AI arthritis disease. However, if you only suspect, what you're able to access in the site will be fairly limited. There is a very short application form, 10, 15 minutes, and these are all reviewed by volunteers that are living with our diseases. Privacy is extremely important. And so once we have determined based on your answers that we feel fairly confident that you're a person living with these diseases, you will get an invitation to set up your profile and you will enter the site. And guess what? Just like our party experience that I described, when you get in there, there will also be representatives from other nonprofits that we collaborate with, other healthcare services like our friends at WeGo Health, like Rheumatology Nurses Society, Forward National Data Bank. So if we are collaborating with them because all of our projects live inside and they need to be at the table, they also will be there. So you will have the opportunity to connect with them in conversations as well. So that's pretty cool. 
there is limited conversations and learning experiences and connect opportunities that are public once you're in there, but then you could also join private activities and, and step up your involvement to the next level. So if you are a person living with these diseases, suspect that you are, or a parent of a juvenile or a guardian of a juvenile, we encourage you to go to AIarthritisvoices.org, hit that button that says join and fill out an application. If you are the other stakeholders, <laughs> so you're a nonprofit, you're a healthcare services, pharmaceutical companies, yes, everyone needs to be at the table. But I will say that pharmaceutical companies do not have access to the site. So no worries. That would be an ethical infringement. So they can submit opportunities that we can connect patients with if they so choose. So if you are another stakeholder outside of a patient or a parent or guardian, then you can still go to arthritis.org and click on engagement partners and you can fill out an application. And again, we only invite engagement partners to be part of the site if we collaborate with you. So this isn't free advertising. <laughs> this, is, this is not an easy way to get to patients. So we would need to develop a relationship with you and figure out how we could work together. So it's an exciting time for rheumatology. It's an exciting time for patients. We all take off in different directions and take different routes to get to the same place where we are today, but we all have a unique journey and we all need to be counted. Otherwise, we're only mapping the paths of a few. So I hope to see you at this experience <laughs> that will shape the journeys that we are traveling together, moving forward, and looking forward to sitting next to you at the table. AI Arthritis Voices 360 is produced by the International Foundation for Autoimmune and Autoinflammatory Arthritis. Find us on the web at www.aiarthritis.org. Also, be sure to subscribe to this podcast and stay up to date on all the latest AI arthritis news and events. 